Hey y'all, welcome to the Anxiety Warriors podcast. We are your hosts, Margo and Abby. We are friends, teachers, and storytellers, but above all, we're anxiety warriors on a mission to raise awareness and understanding about anxiety and mental health. You will hear honest, engaging, and joyful stories from us and many other anxiety warriors about living with anxiety. If you're seeking a space to laugh, connect, feel inspired and empowered, and learn valuable tips rooted in mindfulness and more, your warrior community is here for you. Join us as we navigate this journey of life together. Welcome, warriors. Yay! Welcome back to another episode with your crazy warriors. Now I gotta think of what rhymes with warriors, and it could be we're also warriors. Oh, 100%. I feel like sometimes when I say warriors really fast, it sounds like warriors. Same. Pretty much the same word, I guess. Yeah. Basically. Very different meanings, but, you know, they go hand in hand. But when you're an anxiety warrior... Warrior. I said that like that on purpose. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want to be confused with an anxiety warrior. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Yes, that's true. We don't want those things to be confused. Although both things can be true at the same time, you may want to draw the distinction when you're talking about yourself or someone else in one Mm -hmm. context or another. Um, so we are gonna do an anxiety diaries episode for you all today. Mm -hmm. Anxiety. Diaries. I'm pretty sure that was a stand. Now I need to go back and listen to it. That was it, right? Yeah. Cool. Okay. So So if you don't, now it's official. Now you've heard the sting. Now it's official. Um, if you had heard our first anxiety diaries episode, um, you'll be familiar. But for anyone that's listening for the first time, we're kind of just going to be checking in with each other here and there with a diaries episode where each of us just share some of the anxieties that are coming up in our real lives in real time. Mm-hmm. So stuff we're dealing with that's causing us anxiety that doesn't necessarily get lumped into a specific special topic or category. We'll just pop in your feed from time to time with a diaries episode and just give you an update on what's going on with us and give you a chance to think about, hey, what are some of the things that you've been, that have been at top of mind for you lately and mm-hmm. how you've been navigating and getting yeah. through? So yeah. What about, what, what's, what dear journal Dear Anxiety Warriors Diary. Um, so the big thing lately that I've been dealing with, I mean, it's a million little things like always, but it's getting the business ready. Yeah. You know, and by the time this comes out, it could very well be wide open at that point. Ooh. But here we are at the at tail end of October. And so we're in that, and when I say we, I mean my my business partner, Christy. She was our former guest, Christy Parisi, who's amazing. Love you, Christy. Um, my former, uh, I mean, my business partner, Christy, and I are working on um, our kids' yoga studio here on Long Island, Ground and Center, opening in Bayshore. And um, let me tell you, it is a lot to do. Yeah. It is so much to do. Yeah. Like. When I left teaching back in 2015, I was a you know classroom teacher for 10 to over 10 years. When I left doing that to be a yoga and mindfulness teacher full time, I didn't think that hard about it. Yes, I was because I was just so done. I was so ready to leave. And I did all the things to like, you know, get myself in a position to at least start, right? See how mm-hmm. it was going to go and then build myself up from there. And so when I did that, it felt right. It was great. And so, and every other business decision that I've made since then has felt like 
a leap, certainly. Scary, yes. Risky, yes. But for some reason, this feels like the riskiest thing I've ever done. Mm -hmm. And it's also one of the most exciting things I've ever done. And so I'm trying to like square those two things in my mind where it's just like, there's so much to do. There's so much work. There's so much, so many calls to make and logistics and money being poured in and no money coming in yet. And like, there's just so many things that we have to do. Um, while also holding true in my mind that like, it feels right. It's been so aligned. I truly believe that this is a, this is a great and wonderful next step for me in my kids yoga teaching experience and journey. And Mm -hmm. I'm really stoked about it and all the things that I'm hoping it will be right. And that it can be. Yeah. And so I'm just, I'm just dealing with like the everyday grind of what I keep saying is like building the infrastructure. And once the infrastructure is built, we can just sort of like maintain, you know? Yeah. And keep the wheels greased and keep everything rolling and functioning. And um, so, yeah, the anxiety lately has just been navigating the to-do lists. The Mm -hmm. to-do lists have just felt endless. Like I always Mm -hmm. felt like I had an endless scroll of shit to do. But there's something about having a physical space where you're going to leave all your shit and people are going to come to you and take class or workshops or whatever that feels like, oh, man, there are just so many more things for me to think about. But the other part of my brain is like, but didn't you have just as many things to do when you were leaving the classroom and then becoming changing your career completely? Mm -hmm. It was just that the list was spread out maybe a little Mm -hmm. bit more. And these lists just feel like, okay, it's existential. I need to get this done today. Otherwise, tomorrow's too late. Yeah. And some of that is like, I know it's just me putting that on myself. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't actually need, everything's going to be fine if I get this done tomorrow. Everything's right. going to be fine. And so it's, it's a constant having to remind myself that I'm safe and everything's going to be fine if I don't get everything done today. <laughs> yeah. So does, yeah. does having a partner like someone you're doing this with add to anxiety or ease anxiety, right? Like, um, Mm. because you have to, you have to collaborate, you have to work together. Right. And, and, um, obviously you, you both work well together, which is why you decided to do this. Right. But there's still like things that you have to talk about together and make decisions about together. Um, and does that add some anxiety? Does that ease some anxiety? Um, you know, do you feel like you're doing your to-do list more quickly because you have a partner, you know, or Mm. right. Like, like, like how does having a partner maybe play into making it better or more challenging? Such a great question. So I would say it's definitely a mix of both. Mm -hmm. If I had to put a percentage on it, I would say it's, you know, 70% less stressful having a partner. Yeah. And 30% added challenge simply because I can't just make the decisions myself. Like you said, all the decisions, especially for this phase where we're building everything from scratch together, um, every little thing has to be signed off on by the other person, right? Who owns Mm -hmm. 50% of this this venture. Mm -hmm. And so that for the most part feels so supportive because A, because Christy and I have a good, we have good communication 
we've had, you know, we've had to have some, some spicy conversation mm-hmm. and we've navigated it. I think swimmingly. And she would agree. I know she would, because we patted ourselves on the back several times <laughs> after a couple in particular, but, um, and we fully admit, right. That we were both used to being solopreneurs right. only and not having to connect with another person about our desires and wishes or, mm-hmm. you know, how much to spend on X versus Y or whatever. And so navigating, um, some of that is, is, part of the anxiety for sure. Like I said, I'd say it's like 30%, mm-hmm. but for the most part, I wouldn't be doing this if it weren't right. for her. I wouldn't be doing this at all. If it weren't for having a partner, having yeah. someone who, um, is supportive, who's smart, who is nourishing, who I can have, you know, restorative conversation with when there is a struggle, um, makes all the difference. And I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. So like, I, I, I feel like for the most part, it's that's the least of my problems. That's the least of my stress or to-do list. I don't feel like I'm moving faster because I have her. I'm able to lean on her when I need to. And she's able to mm. lean on me when she needs to. And so, yeah, I feel like it's, it's definitely part of the challenge because how could it not be right? Yeah. But for the most part, it just feels like the challenge is just how much it's just the sheer volume of stuff that needs to get done. Right. And that even when we're splitting it up, right. Okay. You do X, I'll do Y, you handle this. I'll do that. Okay. You don't have time tonight because you're dealing with X. Okay. I have time tomorrow. And just sort of being in constant communication and being, you know, outspoken, but also compassionate with each other, Mm -hmm. being understanding, but also speaking our truths, right? Like it's, it's a lot of navigating, but it's been, it's been a growth spurt for me for sure in a good way. Yeah. And so I know it's all worth it and I know it all will be worth it, but it's just the, it's just the volume of to do's. It's a lot giving me the most anxiety these days. Yeah. And it probably just just constantly keeps going. Right. It's where it feels like I'm never done. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Which I know I will be right. And I keep, you know, people and people that have started brick and mortar businesses have been really awesome too, like on Instagram or like, you know, over the phone or over zoom, just like you are going to get through this. It's going to be great. It'll all be worth it. Right. And, and I have your back. If you have questions, ask, I'm here for Mm. you. I had someone say, and it just like made me sigh in relief. She was just like, I'm an open book for you. Mm. Like, which was just like, what a, what a beautiful gift that that is because and it it made me reflect on, you know, how I hope to be able to serve people that are stepping outside of their comfort zones to do something yeah. that I've had experience with. Right. While at the same time, honoring my time, right? And so it's going to be dependent on my relationship with that person. And so mm-hmm. I felt very lucky that I have enough of an excellent relationship with that person in particular, but so many people who have just been there for me hmm. when, when I've been dealing with all of this. And so that would be my biggest, my biggest um, win and takeaway from all this added anxiety is just finding out who my, who my community is in this, right. Through this venture. It's like, Oh, right. I forgot that, that my community isn't just Christy. Right. And you know, Adam or like anyone that's like adjacent, really adjacent to the situation, but it's other small business owners. It's other women in business. It's other people that open brick and mortar businesses, even if they're not in New York. I've been talking to kids yoga studio owners, 
Some of them I've become really, you know, friendly with over the past few months, especially, Mm -hmm. and they've just been so open and text me anytime. It's just like, oh my God, like, yes, this is, I don't know how I'd be doing it without the support. And so that that's been my saving grace is just having live human beings care care about my stress yeah, and offering to help, even if it's just to say, you've got this. I love you. I, you know, you're going to be amazing and this is going to be the best. So, right. It's supposed to be hard. It was hard for all of us and you still got it. Right. Like, yeah. Right. Saying that piece about saying it was hard for all of us. That's been really important for me to hear. Yeah. Because my, I'm not, you know, I joke that I'm a, like a recovering perfectionist and I am to some extent, but I'm also, I'm not a type a kind of person. Like Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, can be a really deeply messy person Mm -hmm. and an all over the place kind of person. And I'm, I'm sort of okay with like the, the A to Z kind of nature of, of how I operate. Mm -hmm. Um, cause for the most part, you know, things don't fall through the cracks. I get everything done. You know, I work hard people, you know, it's, it's never an issue, but at the same time, I just, I feel like if I had to do if I had to do anything completely alone, I wouldn't be able to do it, but I wouldn't yeah. want to admit that to myself, right? That I can't do everything completely alone, admitting yeah. that to myself and out loud, even to you on our podcast, which it's like, I'm obviously admitting it to more than just you at this point, because yeah. it's, it's being recorded and putting out into the world, but it feels hard to say I can't do everything myself. Mm-hmm. So practicing not doing everything myself and really leaning on people has been interesting Huge. and, and awesome and yeah. really awesome. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah. People, people do care. They do want to support. Right. And they're not just doing it out of obligation. Otherwise they wouldn't do it. Right. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah. I'm sure so that that's, that's a big thing. That's hard for a lot of people to admit. Right. Yeah. Right. It's like, I'm always saying, don't, don't be afraid to ask for help. Yeah. Which like, and I mean it Yeah. when it comes to like mental health support or when it comes to emotional support, but when it comes to work stuff, I don't know. I've just always had this block where I'm just like, figure it out yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and that's wrong really at the end of the day. Yeah. It's, it's, it's all wrong. All it's of all that wrong. stuff. Yeah. It's like, no, like so. connect with others. There's so much more we can learn when we connect with others and grow and, Exactly. Yes. Yes, ma'am. So anyway, that's my spiel. What about you? What's going on lately? Um, I feel like, I feel like two parts, like one, I want to just say, like, I feel like I haven't had that much anxiety lately. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. um, but I feel like I've had a lot, a lot of thoughts around my changing body. And <laughs> just feel like I need the NPR voice. <laughs> changing bodies. Our bodies are changing when we turn 40. Right. And like, but, but I like that, like, there's like, how do I know if the experiences I'm having now in my body, right. Whether extra tired or weight gain or, um, uh, like joints feeling weird sometimes or like whatever it is, like my joints yeah. haven't really felt weird, like once in a while, like, but that's happened since before I was 40. Um, but like all these things is like, oh, is this because I'm, you know, 
because I'm in my 40s now? Or is this because like these are symptoms of perimenopause or is this, you know, symptoms of my thyroid acting up or is this just part of being 40 and not going to kickboxing daily? Right. Like and so there's just been a lot of um, thought given to my body and noticing changes um, in my body and then trying to figure out is this like something I should, you know, correct or see a doctor or deal with or not deal with or, you know, mm. and I mean, I like saw, had my like yearly gynecologist appointment like a week or two ago. And I actually like didn't really talk about any of this. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because I, I just feel like it's kind of normal. But then she went into a whole spiel because I wasn't even thinking perimenopause. Right. And then she went into a whole spiel about that. And then I was like, oh, maybe it's not a thyroid thing or maybe it's not because I'm getting older or maybe it's not because my metabolism slowing down or maybe it's not. Right. And so right. it's like I was maybe now I can think about is it perimenopause? And then I have to Google that and see that for some people it starts around 40, between 40 yeah. and 44. And, and so that's really been my um, what I've been thinking about a lot. And so like you know, I don't feel like I have any immediate health concerns where I feel like I need to see a doctor. Right. Um, but with the amount of weight I've gained and now that I've started working out again and like it just keeps going up rather than staying the same. Right. And like nothing else is changing. It's like, is this thyroid, you know, and then mm. with our culture, you know, shaming people for not being super skinny, like, you yeah. know, I get in my head about that, but like, Dan is super, super support. Like he's not like you fat B, get over. No, I mean, he's just so loving and no, great, I but, know. But uh, you know, at some point for me, the thoughts are, is this like normal? Right. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. I didn't have a consistent workout during the pandemic. So maybe my metab metabolism has slowed down. Or is this like a thyroid thing? Because I did have a thyroid issue last December, but my blood work has come back normal since, mm -hmm. right? And if I got put on a thyroid med, would I have more energy and stop gaining weight? Right. And I don't know that answer yet because right now my blood yeah. work's normal, right? But mm -hmm. so, um, so that's really where I am. And it's I'm not like... I'm not like that stressed out about it, but it's just like a constant hum, mm, right? It's just been on your mind. It's been on my mind. Um, but, you know, I'm, you know, working out more. Um, Jonna, one of our previous guests, yeah. has been an accountability coach for me. Awesome. So she's been like supporting me in like I set my goals with her. Um, and she checks in, makes sure I'm meeting my goals. And then I'm, you know, supporting her with, she's doing some business stuff for coaching for health. And mm -hmm. so it's been a really nice trade that we're doing. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's, you know, it's just, it's hard when like, I've been consistent for like, I don't know, five weeks now. And the scale is not even neutral. It's like going up. It's like, come on, dude, what's happening? <laughs> right. Like, you're just like, what the fuck, bitch? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, I'm that's horseshit from the scale, right? That's horseshit. I'm not eating more. I'm barely like having alcohol, right? Not like I had a lot of alcohol before, 
Right. right. But I might've had a few drinks a week. And now it's like, I only have a drink if like Margo and Adam are in town or like, you know, like <laughs> even when we like, like I had a drink for Dan's birthday, but like I can count right. on my hand how many drinks I've had in like months. So yeah. Yeah. Weight gain coming from, is it 40? Mm. Is it perimenopause? Is it thyroid? Is it metabolism? Is it, yeah. you know? Right. Yeah. I always just wonder, like, I don't really, I don't have answers for you, obviously. What? Um, I'm so <laughs> I sorry. Thought, I, I thought part of anxiety never... diaries was supposed to get answers from this. No, you write in your diary and nothing happens. Exactly. <laughs> Other than you get out your thoughts. That's it. Yeah. No, but I just, what I want to say is just like, I wonder what it's like for those people in the world. And I'm not one of them who never think about their body because so many people like, I, I feel like it's easy for us to say like, oh, everyone worries about their body or everyone is insecure. Or everyone has. And I think that there's something that's true about that for many, if not most people. But I think that there's a lot of people out there that exist and they just they don't think about their body in the same way. Some of it, I think, is gendered or I'm sure that it is. Some of it has to do with, you know, age and circumstance or whatever. But that's all that that's what it just popped into my mind because mm -hmm. I can relate in some ways to a lot of the things that you shared in terms of like throughout my life, just the overthinking about body stuff, literally anything like, yeah. like what is that? And it, it was never like, Oh, like we read the jokes before about being a hypochondriac or like being afraid that like the slightest little leg cramp means that you have like a blood clot or whatever. None of that. Although I won't lie. That's come up more in the, in, in recent years, it pops into my brain more than it ever did. When I fell and hurt my knee last year, you know, I was like, I had to wait on the ground for a good 30 seconds before I'd even attempted to move because I was like, yeah. what if something's broken? I can't just right. go flying out of this position. So those were new thoughts. But my thought or my reflection is just like, sadly, maybe, is that it is so normal to me anyway mm -hmm. to overthink about body stuff. Mm -hmm. I feel like most of us, many of us have been thinking about our bodies, what's wrong with them, how they look, how we're supposed to be, what's supposed to be smaller, what's supposed to be bigger, what's supposed mm -hmm. to look like this, what color you're supposed to be, what color, literally everything, right? Has pops into my brain all the time and has for my whole life. So I can relate. I think mm -hmm. a lot of warriors can fully relate to this like sort of hum of irritatedness when it yeah. comes to like WTF. Yeah. Um, and just, I want to just acknowledge that like, it's a really honest and vulnerable thing to admit that you're like struggling with that because yeah. I feel like a lot of people are just not willing to say that they're struggling with that or they keep it to themselves or they're afraid to speak off or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I think it's awesome that you are actively looking at solutions or whatever, or at least being open to or curious about it without, mm -hmm. or hopefully, and correct me if I'm wrong, without beating yourself up, right? Without being like showing yourself no grace whatsoever. And if you're actively not practicing showing yourself grace, you know, I'm going to offer it to you just as your friend who loves you because- yeah. I feel like that's just something that all of us need all the time. It's just more fucking grace to just say, I'm doing the best I can with what I have today in this moment. Yeah. And I know you are. I know we, I yeah. mean, I believe most of us are when it, not just when it comes to body stuff, but it comes to like anything that we're dealing with. We can only do the best we can do today. And right. if we can't, then we do it tomorrow. Like right. 
life as long as Lauren Stanton would say. Yeah. I was thinking about her today. I was reading a book and I was thinking about her, but that's a side topic. I won't go on. You know, the, the thing that I do is I anchor myself into, even though I don't know if this is a thyroid issue or perimenopause, whatever it is, right. Yeah. Or nothing or right. The thing I anchor myself into is feeling grateful that I feel healthy, even though I feel mm. tired, even though I don't like the number on the scale, um, I feel healthy. And that is something that is always stuck with me. Like at least I have my health. So I might not fit into the clothes the way I want them to. I might not like the way my body looks right now, but I'm really trying to practice not having like a negative thought towards it. Like just be neutral. Like this is my body today. Right. Um, but I do anchor into the thought of like, I have my health and I'm very grateful for that. I feel like I have a very good immune system. I feel like, you know, I work with kids a lot and I feel like I shouldn't even say any of this, right? Like I don't have some wood to knock on, right? But like I have my health and I I feel grateful for how, you know, healthy I am. And and so that's what I anchor into when I notice like, oh my God, I've been working out this long and, you know, and my body should be different and it's, you know, different in the way I don't want it to be, right? So, Yeah. Yeah, no, I really, I think that's, I think that's awesome that you yeah. were able to reflect in gratitude for what, for the amazing things that your body does every day, all the time. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And, uh, that's definitely a practice that I have too. I, I feel that when it comes, or I mean, at least when for me, sometimes it's about like, I feel like I want to be more flexible in that pose, or I used to be more flexible in that pose. And like, what the fuck's happened to my hip flexors? What's happened to the, and like, so, okay. So it's about acknowledging like things are different. And some of that is just true. And I, we have to just be, be here now. Right. Can't just, you know, I could sit here for 20 minutes and cry over the fact that I can't, you know, be in a high lunge for more than 30 seconds without being like, I'm the fuck out of this pose. I'm done. Right. Anymore. When before it was like, boop, easy peasy, hang out here for 10 minutes if Mm -hmm. I could. And, and be like, have to be like, but it's amazing that I have a body and I'm able to do this at all. Yeah. And so, and it's not to placate, you know, the situation or to like talk down any feelings that you or I or anyone might have about it. But I think that it's, having gratitude for, for things does change the mindset. It helps just more broadly. Yeah. Yeah. And just another side food from thought food for thought. It's like five weeks is a long time, but it's in the grand scheme, right? Yeah. In the grand scheme, it's a lot, it's maybe not as long. And so like, it's, I could, I could feel your frustration. I feel like if that were me, I'd feel the exact same way. So fully validating that feeling for sure. At the same time, if you sort of step back and look at five weeks, it's not that significant. I mean, it's been longer. It's been five weeks since I've had the accountability coach and I've been- So with serious regularity then, right? Yeah, with serious regularity. But I mean, I've been moving more than five weeks, but this has been like since I started with John, right? Where I was really paying attention and, you know. Yeah. 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 But- I got you. You know, I'm thinking of buying a weighted vest, you know, walk around with that for like an hour, take the dogs for a walk with that on. You get them like for like, yeah, that's actually like, okay, I don't know if this is pseudoscience or not. So no one believe me until you look it up yourself. (laughs) But I read it's actually like good for bone density and 
you know, there's this woman in Woodstock. My mom's going to know exactly who I'm talking about. I don't know her name. And apparently there was like a time in her life where she was told like she would like never walk again. And she walks all the time around my mom's block wearing a weighted vest. So I actually like thought of her and was like, hey, maybe I should get a weighted vest. Right. And supposedly it's like good for bone density. It's good for just, you know, so how much weight? Not a lot. Uh, you, you're supposed to do a percentage based on how much you weigh. Um, okay, so like not more than 10% of your actual weight. And you should, based on, I only started researching this like yesterday. Um, and you should start smaller than the 10% of your weight and then work up. Work your way um, up. Yeah. And you don't wear it all day, right? Like, don't do that. Like, wear it for an hour or wear it while you take your dogs for a walk or wear right. it while you're like doing household chores like, laundry or dishes or something, you know? Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. So if you decide to do that, I'd be curious to hear how that goes. Yeah. And so if any of the warriors, mom included, um, have any tips about weighted vests, let, let me know. But probably yeah. by the time this episode comes out, I would have made a decision and bought it. But still, right. you know. Yeah. But right, they might have insider experience that they can offer at some point. Yeah. Some specific practice you could do with the vest or if they had a really bad experience with the vest, maybe you stop using. I mean, who knows? It could be anything. So definitely reach out if you have experience. Share them with Abby. (laughs) So warriors, we hope that you um, maybe sit with what's going on with you these days. What are some things that are popping up in your everyday or, you know, that are coming up in the future Whatever it is that might be currently causing you some anxiety, weighing on your mind, causing you stress, um, that maybe doesn't fit into a little category and just maybe journal on it, you know, meditate on it, talk to, talk to a fellow warrior about it, have your own little anxiety diary sesh with a friend or a loved one. Um, and even if they're not a fellow anxiety warrior, I'm sure that they can still, maybe relate to the experience that you're having, or at least hold space and remind you of your value and your worth and your love and, um, and be able to be supportive of you and you of them. So let us know how that goes if you do. Mm-hmm. And if you have something you that's going on with you and you feel called to share it with us, reach out, reach out, let us know what's going on with you. Um, and again, at the very least, we can witness it with you. Yeah and hold space for you. So we love you. We love you. Yeah, warriors we love you. your anxietiness. <laughs> Margo, do you have a win of the week? A win of the week. Win of the week. My win is just being almost done with the renos on our space. Woo! Almost done with the renos. And again, I know this episode will be out in a bit. And so maybe by then we'll be doors wide open because, because the renos are nearly done and we've already got our soft launch date, our open house date, and our first week of classes are scheduled and up and a website's going to be dropping soon and all the things Woo-hoo. are coming together and like everything's coming together in the next like seven to 10 days. Yes. So it's wow. just, it's wild. It's crazy. It's amazing. And so that is my huge win. It's just seeing the space come together from being just like a big open room, not even that big, but just an open room mm-hmm. and um, transforming it and making it our own. And, and hopefully it's going to be a beautiful space. Well, we know, we know it's a beautiful space, but all the kiddos and their grownups can come and practice yoga with us. So excited. Yeah. 
Yeah. So that's yes. my win. I'm excited to see pictures. Yes. That's, I know. Yeah. It's, it's good stuff. It's before good. and after and all that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. All right, warriors. We love you so much. And um, if you'd like to connect with us, maybe you want to share your experience with the weighted vest or um, <laughs> what's going on with you. You can reach out to us on Instagram, DM us at anxiety warriors podcast, or you can feel free to shoot us an email at anxiety warriors podcast at gmail.com. Shout out your wins of the week, big or small. Let us know if you have any great topic ideas, things you'd love to hear us chat about on the pod. Let us know so we can, you know, think about it. Or if you think you would be an amazing guest on our show. Also hit us up. Let's get you on the, on the calendar. Let's help you tell your story. Please take a moment and smash that five-star rating on Apple podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're tuning in right now. You can like, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. All of our episodes are uploaded for you over there. And if you're feeling super generous, tap um, on the show notes link, the threadless merch shop link, and grab yourself something fun from our shop. Mm-hmm. The holidays. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. right. Do it. Do it now. Just right now. hit pause before we say the ending and go into our show notes. Yeah. And then come back and listen to us. Thank you. Yes. Yes. And then the thank you could be not just for listening, but for purchasing. Yes. So I'm going to just give a universal thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are so grateful we get to go on this journey with you. So thanks so much, y'all. Till next time. 